Port County Live, Matty Mainwaring joins us tonight. No Liam Dickinson, probably for the best. Matty, how are you, sir? You okay? Uh, I'm all good, my mate. How are you? Good, very good. Of course, we're only good, talking about he's, he's not here of tonight, but, uh, but that's fine. That's fine. Uh, Listen, mate, it's been an interesting week. Uh, another tough win at home, but job done. Um, interesting. Mac, Mac has joined us tonight, uh, Macaulay South and Hales. We're just saying off air. He's um, he's won man of the match so many times lately. He can probably start opening his own off license soon. All those balls <laughs> coming in. It's uh, a good time to be a county fan. A cracking time, yeah. They're gonna have to change the prize, aren't they? There's only so many <laughs> bottles you can have in your house at any one time. No, yeah, <laughs> you'll cool. have to get a license from all soon. Um, yeah. We've also had Tom Walker join. Um, his third spell at the club. Fans, as you can imagine, very very excited. Last spell in particular, you know, the guy did some things that were just lighting the place up. But, you know, they were unbelievable. Get a bit more of that spark in. And um, I think a new manager, you know, new fortunes, everything that the, the fans looking at the season a bit differently with COVID. They're watching it from afar, so to speak. A good, electric, pacey, attacking winger slash number 10. There's not a lot that's more exciting than that. Absolutely not. I think the number 10 is is the position that the, uh, the the fans want to come and see. Um, there's the other side of the game, the nitty gritty, the the blocks, the saves, the the the, the discipline, you know, all that sort of thing. But but generally speaking, I think the number ten, the strikers, and the whole players is what is what the um, the fans want to see. And the gaffer was always going to make signings because he wants to put his stamp on the club um, and bring his sort of bring his philosophy, his ideas to the club. And that was always going to come with new signings. So yeah, very, very exciting. I thought it was good, just on the new manager for a moment, I thought it was good for him to, um, obviously it was good for him to get the win on Saturday, right? It was, it was good, it's always good for a manager, new or not, to get a win. But you look at his two games previous, right? Um, the Woking one, we've absolutely blown him out of the water. And then comes Sutton and it was one of those where, all right, we've not had the look of the draw that night and it's gone against us. But Yeovil came and they were physical, they were dirty. I mean, I remind you of uh, before we played them away, I think it was last season. Dates were a bit muddled with all COVID and everything, so maybe it was mm. the year before. But I think it was last season away, um, we played them. And in their programme notes, the manager's talking about them being more violent. And I, I, you know, I remember, yeah. It's not often that that term comes up. So for, for Simon to get the win... In those, you know, in those conditions where he's had to grind, you know, it's not a free-flowing, you know, uh, all exhibition four-one like at Woking. It shows that there's other elements to his game. I thought it was good for him to get a win like that. Yeah, totally agree. And and, and he'll know better than anybody that it's never seamless. It's never how you want it to be. It's never it's never plan A. You know, sometimes you do have to dig in deep and grind something out. And I think I'm not sitting here saying we're going to be champions, but I think success. I <laughs> so, I am really. Uh, I think I think success comes with that. I think it's those those nitty gritty little you know tight games that you've got to win. It's not just yeah. the pretty. It's not just the the four nils, five nils, five ones, four. You do have to pick those results up. So like you say to to overcome that um, violent not 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 a word I'd have used violent maybe could have substituted that with aggressive maybe or more on the front foot but. You've got to get through it. You've got to get through it, and you've got to pick up the pick up the points. Well, man of the match of the weekend seems to be man of the moment at the moment because it's uh, it was his third man of the match in in recent times. He's popping up with assists. 
Uh, he's just he's up and down the flank. He's he's one of the faces that came in at the you know at the start of the season when when a whole bunch of new faces and along with Mark Kitchen up and down those flanks. I think he's he's one that he's one of the players that's that's really captured the imagination of the fans. I'm going to bring him straight in now. Macaulay Southam Hales. Yes. yes, sir. Thank you very much for joining us. Before we start, listen, before we go over football, um, I don't know if you saw the show the last couple of weeks, Liam Dickinson, who unfortunately can't be with us tonight, has been giving me a bit of grief about my lockdown hair. Then I'm I know take this cap off. <laughs> you it's always <laughs> oh. <laughs> so much hair. <laughs> Hey, Man, I think I need to borrow that hat. It's a nightmare. <laughs> I think it looks all right. You're pulling it off, mate. You're pulling it off. It's uh, a fine, isn't it? Wearing a cap inside. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Could be, yeah. Could be. Chris, August, August for the Christmas day. Maybe next year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, just seeing you having a quick swig of a, a, a quick swig of a drink there. Is that one of the numerous bottles of Stockport Gin you've picked up for uh, one of the <laughs> No, just some squash. They're it's, all in uh, the cabinet. Listen, I, I said I said it there just in the in the intro, just to hype you up. Not that I needed to, but to, to, to bring McCauley South from Hales in. I said I think you're one of the players that has captured the imagination of the fans. And I, I'll go into that a little bit. I mean, when when you came into the to the squad this season, you're a you're a player that many fans, myself included, hold my hands up. I, I didn't know too much about you, if anything. But now you think you're one of the first names on the team sheet, I guess, because performances have been stellar, man of the matches are coming off. Um, you must feel really comfortable and at home at County. Yeah, I think that's the main thing. Obviously, feeling at home and somewhere I belong. Obviously, I've been in the non-leagues and League One and so trying to find my feet where I can find a home, really, and start playing football and enjoying myself. Um, obviously, I had a brief spell at Hartlepool and my first game was against, obviously, Stockport. That's now and uh, it was a real eye-opener, really. Obviously, seeing the way fans, seeing seeing everything there and then obviously playing against Stockport and just enjoying my football at the minute and want to keep going, really. How have you found the the whole settling-in process? Because <clears throat> we spoke to Alex Reid after the game um, on Saturday and he said something similar, that he's 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 finding a home here at Stockport. When when you first came here, I don't know if you knew many people, like you say, you, you played them against County maybe once or twice, but how have you found that whole settling-in process? Yeah, it's been good. Um, obviously, I knew Kitch from Hartlepool Spell, um, but he was the only one I knew, really. Um, and I don't think I spoke a word for the first two weeks, and now if you ask him, I'm the loudest on everybody. <laughs> um, so it's, it always takes a while to settle in. Obviously, you've got some new lads there. Now they go through the same same process, really, of trying to find out where you fit in and trying to find your feet, really. Um, but I think Benno still gives me sticks saying, you didn't realise I was here for the first two weeks. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, there's no, there's no missing him. <laughs> so, <nah>. Everyone <laughs> knew he was here for the first two weeks. Yeah. Um, listen, let's 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 talk briefly about Yeovil. Um, as you know, we we don't tend to to do too um, too much post match on this show. However, Yeovil, we were just saying there was a it was a big game for this whole squad really, but for the new manager as well to win in the manner that he did to show that we can grind out the results and you know you, you, it's not always going to be lovely wonderful football it was a tough game that at the weekend and I want to start by asking how are you after what looked like an absolutely ridiculous tackle in the 90 somethingth minute yeah I'm fine I, to be fair I, until watching it back I didn't realise how high he actually tried to catch me but he didn't really catch me as clean as probably what he wanted but 
my feet weren't planted or anything, so it was just a little little knock, but no injuries at all there. Fine, like just just assault one. <laughs> it, I come where we were sitting because we were in the press box behind the um, behind the dugout. We, we were saying on the commentary, "It's a straight red. There's no way he's going to get anything other than a straight red here." You saw yeah. the look on his face. It was it was like a dog, a, a rabid dog. <laughs> Uh, you know, anyway, so, but the rest of the game I thought was an interesting one. It was good. County were under pressure. Let's not let's let's not make any bones about it for a while. But we got through it and we've come away with a win. What was it like on the pitch? Uh, it was good. I thought we started well. Um, obviously, could have put the game to bed a little bit sooner than we did, but I think we soaked up a little bit too much pressure second half. Um, but as you said, that's we'll take a one 0 win anytime against a team like Yeovil, big physical. Don't forget they were in good form at the time as well. They obviously been flying in their recent results. So if you would have said to before the game, you'd take a one 0 win, hundred percent. I want to I want to bring Matty in here now because there's, there's a dynamic that I'm interested in. Matt, when you play on the right hand side, obviously we have Sam Minahan who, who who can play in similar positions, both at right back and attacking. Call it a right wing back, right winger, whatever you like. It can can cover those roles. So I'll ask you about how you, how your dynamic is with him in a moment, but. At the same time with Matty, Matty was a central midfielder for County, one of the finest we've seen in a number of years. <laughs> <laughs> um, how are you finding that link-up? Because Matty, you spoke, when we had Mark on, you were saying about how important it was to link up with the, the winger that's overlapping, if you like. Yeah. How important is that on the, on the other side as well? Because I'm, I'm guessing you guys have to, you've got to bounce off one another fairly regularly. Yes, yeah, it takes a good understanding, obviously. You've got your little, little roles in the pitch of, with your teammates, as you said, centre mids with centre mid, centre backs, full backs, and wingers. Um, I think it helps playing either role, right wing, right wing back, or right back. Um, so if I do get pushed up into the right wing, I know what the right back expects of me in the instance, Sam, obviously. Um, I think it's just it's just natural relationships in terms of football. You know where you should be if someone's in a certain area of the pitch, and it's just it comes natural really to whoever's there. Matty, as a centre midfielder, how rela- how how reassuring is it having a, a pacey winger like Makovic you can just rely on is always going to be there bombing up and down. How how reassuring is that having that presence there? Yeah, it's brilliant because you know a part of Mackie's job, and he'll know this, know this better than anybody, is keeping up with player when the ball's on the other side of the pitch. So let's say for argument's sake, the ball's uh, moving from left to right, and I'm I'm the link, I'm the bridge that's going to shift that. If I can get that ball out to him nice and fast, which was what my game was, shifting the ball quickly and linking play. It's a great outlet to have somebody with pace that you can find the feet. You know, before the fullbacks have a chance to get close to him, he can front them up and run at them. And it gets the crowd lifted, it gets the team lifted, it gets us on the front foot. So as far as outlets go, that's exactly what you want. And what what about with the, the strikers, Michael? We were having a bit of a crack about Benno a few minutes ago and speaking about Alex Reid. But I guess when it's match day, you're the assist provider nowadays. You know, you're the one getting forward and whipping the ball across either low crosses or, or pulling it back or whatever. Is it a case of you work on that a lot in training, or you just simply simply put, I'm going to get it on the penalty spot, so just be there. It, it's quite it's quite difficult, really. Obviously, you don't go into any game thinking I'm going to put the first cross here and the next cross there. It's just sort of what you're given at the time. Um, obviously, I know really. And Rooms both like the pullback. Um, and Benno obviously likes the front post. So it's just sort of seeing what the fullback gives you at the time. If he if he overcovers the line, then you've got the pullback on. 
and you just know Rune Loridi is going to be there. But if not, then just go for the one round the back and hopefully someone's here. But it's kind of hard to say that before a game you go in to say that I'm going to put a ball here and someone's going to be there. So it's just wherever you're, wherever you're given, really. I find it's a great area. That From my time on the left, because I had probably a third of my career on the left, I find I always found it was a great area. There's no real right or wrong. It, I was mm. always torn between do I put it in the area and expect the strikers to get on the end or do I pick somebody out? And yeah. like you say there, you know, perfect way to put it. It depends what the fullback shows you. Yeah. If you can get if you can get past him, you've got the pick of the you've got the choice, and you're doing what you want. If he's you know, if he's game and tenacious and quick and you're having to work to get past him, then you have to be a bit more cute, don't you? And almost make better choices. Yeah. I think with um obviously with having a bit of pace, the fullback's sometimes gonna overcover the line so the pullback's gonna be on more so you don't get past him, get to the byline wherever. But just scenarios in the game. It depends on the ball falls, how they're lined up at the back. It's different scenarios and just kinda just just wing it really, do you? you wing it, <laughs> yeah. You adapt best, that, yeah. that's what football is, isn't it? Adapting. You can always yeah. you can always break break your shape as well and leaving wondering what to do with you. Yeah, exactly. you know, and, and it, that's that's football in, in a word. It's, it's it's adapting to the to the rapid moments, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know how the new gaffer will react to hearing you saying just wing it. Well, give, <laughs> give me a double nod if you want me to cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing a lot of things so far. <laughs> uh, just finally, just finally on county next. I want to I want to move into a bit of your history in a moment, but just finally on county. I I, I said that I'll repeat it again because I I don't want it to be overlooked. I think. I think you you've got so many county fans talking on exciting player fans on on message boards on social media on you know Twitter Instagram blah 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 you know they they, they rave about you rarely see a negative comment um, about Maka so even though they're not in the ground at the moment you can't physically feel that energy what are your experiences of the county fans are you are you feeling that love for lack of a better phrase yeah hundred percent um, once you get. A lot of messages, a lot of like, tweets, obviously, stuff like that. My mum's a message board reader, so she's always sending me the message boards and that. Um, so it's, it is good. And obviously, I've got the support back home then with people watching, tuning in as well for the streams. So it's nice to have a balance of obviously family support and then getting the fan support as well is a bonus. Like So it does it does mean a lot and I'm appreciative of it. So I'll just hopefully keep giving back. When you say your mum's a message board reader, is she one of those where if you have a bad game and get a bit of stick... Is she going to come on kind of hand-swinging? Yeah, um, she, she, <laughs> she'll hunt everyone down. She'll, nah, she's going to go. She loves it. My sisters, my old man, they, they're just on the message boards all the time. Just, it's crazy. No, fair fair enough. Uh, Matt, just before we move on, Matty, when, 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 make you sound old. You're younger than me, so I'm not trying to do that. But I don't know. Um, when you were at County, was social, social media wasn't really a thing, was it? Message boards? Uh, I think the message board was about um, social media was nowhere near as big as it was now it's pretty much taken over the world as you know <laughs> um, yeah uh, there was a lot of support online but at the same time I think it's only grown since then I mean you're talking when did I leave Stockport 21, 22, 8 years ago um, but get, getting back to, to what you were saying earlier about finding a home I, I guarantee you 1000% when the fans return you, you, you'll know you're at home trust me if you're doing the business, yeah. you'll know you're at home. I promise you that. 100%. Yeah, it's good. That's um, that's quite a heartwarming little sentiment. Let's um, let's let's move forward then. 
let's move forward by looking back, Maka. Just just give us a bit of, of history, if you like, where you because you've come. You mentioned it before. You, you've come through. You played in Wales. You've come from Wales. What was the setup there, and how have you progressed to find yourself where you are now? It's kind of a weird one, really. Um, I was at Cardiff since from nine till twenty-one, um, and then Neil Warnock came in and sort of reshuffled the whole structure of the club, um, which I think is what's needed. There was, I think, 20, 20 of us in under twenty-threes, and then a first-team squad of like thirty odd. So it was just too combusted at the end. So you no room for under sixteen stepping up to eighteens, under eighteens to twenty-threes. You've just no no growth anywhere. Um, so we came in, and I think sixteen of us who were third year or second years, ended up leaving. Um, then I remember having a chat with my agent and I said to him, I don't want to go into another under 23 setup. I was 21 at the time and just thought, for me to develop, I need to be playing men's football somewhere. Um, yeah. And to be fair to him, he's got his goal, he supported that because it, it would have been easy for me to try and get a 23 setup and and play that football again and just, just waste away really. So I ended up trialling around everywhere. Um, didn't, didn't, wasn't successful with that. So I remember just having a little, little moment of thinking, I'm living off my savings here. I don't want to scrounge off my mum and dad. So mm. I'm just gonna have to get, just gonna have to get a job really, and, and see what happens. So I ended up getting a job, then selling office supplies. Um, really? Yeah, SET in Wales. So selling like pens, business supplies, furniture, um, and then joined Barry, uh, the local, local team there. Obviously in the Welsh Prem. Didn't know much about the Welsh Prem. Um, but I think that really developed me in in so many ways. Really, looking back now, it's it's crazy to think that I'm here because I took that sacrifice of thinking oh, I'm not going to just sit around in the 23s or or scrounge off my mum and dad's money anymore. I need to jump into the real world, get a job, play men's football, and see what happens from there. Never really expected to to get anywhere from it. So I think that's why probably that my performances were shining because it was just sort of playing football with with mates. Really, no no real restrictions just freedom so then obviously Fleetwood Fleetwood picked me up from there I remember my agent getting a call from the gaffer at the time Joey uh, Joey Barton and things kind of moved quite quickly it was towards the end of the window ended up going up there for a week and uh, they signed me off the back of that then obviously didn't get much time there it was always going to be hard from league one coming from non-league um, and then end up going on loan to Hartlepool then all Covid struck and now I'm at the county, so <laughs> there we are. Just a couple of couple of things to come on. Um, this under twenty threes uh, business, Matty, you you've banged this from a number of times, haven't you? It's it is the right thing to do. I think Matty, you're a shining example of that as we speak. The, the under twenty three level serves a purpose, but once you hit that purpose, it, it's time to move on, really. Yeah, there, there is a big, big jump. We've spoke about it many times before. I think when when money's on the line, results on the line, you know, and finances, it, it's such a such a different game. It's almost like like amateur and professional boxing. It's it becomes a business then, and and the business with with a the business there isn't there isn't too much room for development. You know, people want performances and they want them now. So I think I, I take my hat off to you for for that sort of having having such a mature head on your shoulders and wanting to. Wanting to play men's football, even if it means stepping down, because look what it's done for you. You know, as a player, it's, it's helped you develop. It. You, you get a few smacks and a few kicks. You start. You go into an environment where results matter. You know, you're not just. It's not just a sort of keep ball session. You have it. We have it on the best pitches around. It's proper, proper football. And you know, it's Daniel said, and it obviously has done. Yeah. 
I want to just I want to some, something else I want to mention. Um, the was the um, talk about Cardiff. You were there. Correct me if I get the numbers wrong. You were there from nine to twenty-one. Yeah. So that's, that's twelve years. Now we, we we hear this a lot about big clubs, if you like Cardiff. I'm not sure if they if they were in the Prem by the time you left, but they'd obviously had a spell in in the Prem, certainly Championship level. Um, you hear a lot about players who spend so long at one club from being a little kid to. So basically, a, a grown-up, a grown, grown man is 21 years old, and then all of a sudden, that journey ends for whatever reason. And you, I mean, you have to have you have to have strength of character there, not even just in a football sense. If you've had an institution there for 12 years that you've relied on and it's gone, what was that like leaving Cardiff? It was quite weird, to be fair, because when you're at your homegrown club for so long, you said 12 years, then you sort of forget about. The other options out there and you just think this is quite easy i'm playing down the road with mates i've played with since i was nine some of them was was non-league with them as well at penton dynamos on the sunday league when you're eight seven eight um so growing up with everyone you just kind of think it, you lose realization that you actually what you're going for it just becomes comfortable um so i see when that comes to an end then it's, it's sort of it's sort of weird that as I said, I didn't expect anything to come from it, so I was, just found Barry, uh, found working, and then I spoke to my agent when Fleetwood were obviously interested and just thought, why not? May as well. I'm not going to get an opportunity like this again. Um, may as well just grab it while I can. It's obviously a big move, so see what comes of it. And I'm back on the ladder, really, because of that. So you've got to take that risk, I think. You can't just sit in your comfort zone and be mummy and daddy all the time. So. <laughs> Yeah, no, fair enough. Well, listen, before we let you go, mate, let's just have a, a quick uh, final note on, on the current season and, and ambitions and goals and things. Um, new managers come in, but the ambition and the goal is still the same. Promotion uh, is the is the ultimate aim. What's it like in camp at the moment? Yes, brilliant. Yeah. Um, obviously, a lot's changed. Um, obviously, I was only with Jim for a short amount of time. Obviously, he's done a lot for the club. Um, so, I didn't really... I, I don't see the massive differences uh, with people who've been there for years. Obviously, you're, you're like so Kino, Sam, Ash. They'll probably see a lot more changing. Um, so it's good. Absolutely, it's good. It's positive. Um, things are moving in the right direction. Hopefully, keep picking the results and keep pushing. Because as you said, the goal is is promotion. If we can get it automatic, that's that's a lot better. Obviously, it's a bit crazy with all the games in hand. We've still got four games in hand. Uh, on the top of the table or something, we can still catch them. But then the team above us have even more games in hand, and it's all a bit. Do you just do you just focus on the football? It is hard not to look at the league when you're up there, um, and you're seeing results going your way. Obviously, Torquay drew the other day, so you're kind of getting like the next game's even bigger now than what it would be. So it's, I think having games in hand sometimes helps because you realise that if you do win your games in hand, you can be this close to them, um, but cliche again but you just got to take every game as it comes and if it gets postponed and cancelled then you're still going to inevitably end up playing that game at some point so mm. it's three points on the line there as if it would have been if you would have played the game anyway so it is, t- it is tough to read where you're, where you're at in the league though that's the only thing Listen mate I love a good cliche Listen, Maka, we'll let you run on, but it's it's been wonderful having you on tonight. We'll see you at the weekend when it's another big game uh, of two halves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
<laughs> All right, mate. Then we'll let you run on. Thank you very much, sir. All right, Great guys, catch you, mate, guys. And you. Keep Salam, up the work, Thank you. I think, I think that cliche was not appreciated enough at the end. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, what what a, what, a, what a good guy. I think he's... Um, He's certainly on the way to becoming one of County's most important players this season. I think if you if the season was to end tomorrow, you'd have to say probably John Rooney's shooing for player of the season. But if it wasn't for John, you're probably looking at someone like Maka. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, three three MOMs. You know, when, when when I mean the thing with MOM is I'm not sure how they're doing it at the moment with no fans uh, and no business partners there and stuff. But obviously, it's somebody new picking it every week. Um, if if you've got it three times on the spin, it's not a fluke. You're not doing, you know, you're not uh, you're not fluking it. You're doing something right. So his performances must have warranted that, and um, it's great, great to see. It can only it can only go one way for the club, and that that you know that's forward. Um, I think very to, exciting. To, to to enhance that point even more, I think the last I think I'm right in saying. I'm sure someone will pick me out if I'm not. Um, I think the last one was I was actually put out on Twitter, so the sponsor. The sponsor right. of the game put it out on Twitter. Who do you think should be man of the match? And and yeah. Corley's gone on to win that. So that's when you're winning polls. <laughs> Almost like a poll, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, um, exactly. And there'll be, there'll be a lot as well. <laughs> there'll be a lot of people <laughs> chipping in for that. Yeah, it's very oh, exciting. It's, it's top draw. And like I say, it's only, it can only be good for us. One player that's joined the ranks this week, I guess in some ways similar uh, to McCauley, not in every way. McCauley's obviously more defensively minded, but but Tom Walker joins us um, again for the third time. Now, when Tom Walker played for the first time for Stockport County, he was playing in the number three position and he was kind of jostling with Scott Duxbury, one or the other that, that was in the squad. Uh, he left, he ended up leaving. I think if, I'm, if memory serves, he went to FC United at first. Um, when he's come back, and I remember this so clearly, when he came back, before the Hartlepool game that, that Maka was speaking about there, um, I text Jim because we were doing a, an interview with him before the game. And I said, oh, I've seen you sign Tom Walker again. Are you going to play him at number three or 11? And Jim said, well, we're actually thinking of playing him at number 10. And I thought, hang on. <laughs> you know, uh, he's got... Anyway, he comes in and he's absolutely electric. <coughs> likes to play, so it walks away with the man of the match. Um, you can see why county fans are excited to have him back. Yeah, I mean, I don't know a lot about the lad, but um, I, I think the the position choice makes a makes a difference. You know, you, you see it with Angel Di Maria when when he came into Man United, he um, didn't really do it, and and you think he's playing as a wing back though. He's so creative for Real Madrid. This this could be a similar thing. Um, obviously, doing something right if if he's packed for his third spell. The gaffer was always going to make signings because he's come here brand new. He wants to put his own stamp on the squad, and he's clearly very offensive-minded and um, again another 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 good signing gives gives the club some buzz gives the fans something to buzz about and at a good time as well you know mid mid to end of feb where, where we, well middle of feb where we're starting to where things are starting to get serious and, and results really do matter yeah no completely i think one one thing that i like to see last time it, now this would be interesting how this how this plays out because and I don't want to do Adam Thomas too much disrespect here because or, or disservice, if that's the right word, because I'm a big fan of Adam Thomas. And I know that we were speaking then with Macca about having these two right-sided players being Sam Minahan and Macca. Now, Adam Thomas is still there. He played more games than any other outfield player 
in the, the season we won promotion. He was obviously a big favourite under Jim. He's not had the games yet, but you know, I, I would hope that they would come at some point. The point I'm getting at is when Tom Walker came here last time, he noticeably linked up well with Elliot Osborne and Adam Thomas. Um, he, and that was even in a squad that had Matty Warburton in it. I think I think Tom Walker linked up with those two specifically because mm. Elliot might float out left and then Tom would drift inside and link up with the seven uh, and everything else. And he seemed to bring one of the one of the qualities Tom Walker had for me was he bring more out of those around him. So, you, you know, in particular, Elliot Osborne at the time, in particular, Adam Thomas. And, you know, with the likes of John Rooney and even Connor Jennings, who, listen, Connor was a big signing when he came. And unfortunately, the goals just haven't come yet. I'm sure they will. But if you're signing a player like Tom, yes, you're getting his abilities. Yes, you're getting everything that he can do on his own. But if you can, if, if you, if he can raise Connor's game by 5% and if he can make, you know, maybe Richie Bennett uh, a few percent as well, like you spoke about the other week, raising everyone's game a little bit, yeah. it's it's, um, it's potentially a massive sign. Yeah, I mean, anybody's presence when they come in, in a situation we find ourselves in, anybody's presence lifts people and, and it gives people a kick up the bum to, to pick the game up because a place has been challenged for there. He's not brought him in not to play him, so... And if you look at the position that you, you, you're saying there, that, you know, number 10, Connor can play there. Connor's really good there. I think John Rooney can play there, amongst others. So then there's going to be a real fight for places in that position. Um, and, and getting back to Connor, I don't think the goals haven't come, but I think the performance is there. From what I've seen, the performances are there. I think he's he's just missing a little bit of luck, to be honest. Because yeah. knowing Connor, if he bangs one in, he'll bang two in, bang three, and it'll cap off those performances. And I think, like you say, with somebody like Tom coming to the club, might just sway things for somebody like Connor. And, you know, and people bounce off each other. And like we said before, all pulling in the same direction. It's great. Yeah, no, completely. And listen, we've got some big games coming up. I think when when we've got, we've, we've not just got big games in terms of stature, who has to come, where we have to go, etc. But like you said, we're, we're middle of Feb now. And albeit we're delayed a little bit from where we would usually be, you know, the season is still going to end where it's going to end. We, points to catch up on the games are going to keep coming, another cliche, thick and fast. So, yeah. like, listen, I saw people saying online, maybe the squad's getting too deep now. I, I don't think it could. I mean, I don't think, no. it, I don't think it is because there's, we're going to have to use a lot of rotation. We saw against Yeovil at the weekend, really thick, heavy pitch. You know, the weather outside, you look out there at the minute, it's snowing, it's raining, the pitches are going to get heavy. Um, it, it, Tired legs, that equals tired legs. So, so bring more players in. Yeah, and I think that what normally happens when you're stringing games back-to-back -back, trying to play catch-up, quite a lot of them are at night. So when you're at night, you know, conditions like this, it's, I remember playing MK Dons all those years ago and, and thinking there's no way this is playable. It's, it's just not a game of football anymore. You know, it's like playing on concrete with studs on, you know. There's going to be a lot of those games. Like, I think get through this period, um, we will need the strength and depth. We will need the squad. We'll need the new signings. We'll need the players that, have, that are already involved with the club. You know, we'll need the veterans. Get through this period. Um, things start to level off. Weather gets better. But just getting through the period and then just picking up the points we need to pick up. And I know, you know, most managers look at look at a month and think, can I pick nine points out of twelve there, or can I pick nine out of fifteen, or can I pick ten? You know, so I think getting through the period is important. But getting through it with, you know, the adequate amount of points that the gaffer will expect because. Every game from this point, I mean, every game always matters, but from this point on, if 
you lose two on the spin or you draw one, lose one, you're, all, you're already putting a lot more emphasis on a third game that's maybe didn't need that emphasis. You know, it, you, you win two on the spin, you go into that game with no pressure. So it's, it's, it's pretty, pretty pivotal at the moment. Yeah. Well, listen, um, we've, had, we've had a good chat. We've caught all this county stuff. Uh, what are you on the rest of the week? How's your placement going? You're doing a lot of work on the placement at the moment. Yeah, I've got I've got eleven straight weeks of placement. So I'm doing I'm doing six weeks in MSK physio and then uh, five weeks in neurological physio. So I'm I'm just just starting to hit that midway point. Uh, I've got one more week on this one and then move on to the next one. Do you have any time to just sit back and watch Netflix? What's Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> when, I'm not, when I'm not there, I'm doing stuff in preparation for the next day, and when, you know, and, and I'm also I'm actually. We're in, we're in the middle of a module at uni as well, so it's very tough. It's because of the COVID stuff. Like last year, we should have done all this, and we're playing catch-up. So it's a tough time, but um, we move forward. We're not complaining. What do you reckon? Maybe one day county physio? Just saying. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be nice. That would be lovely. <laughs> Listen. In, 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 the, in, the, in the upper leagues, yeah. Oh, of course. First division championship. It's a matter of time. It is. <laughs> Uh, well, listen, it's been a treat as ever. It's been much quieter this week. There's no, what shirt am I wearing? There's we're no, missing, we're missing a key element, aren't we? There's no, what beer am I drinking? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, but listen, it's, it's been fun and we'll do it again next week. Mate, pleasure. Thanks for having me on as always.